Welcome. <laughs> so this is Monday Night Boar with the Boar Boar. So we changed it. I like boars. I think it should be boars. I, I agree. Too. Okay, so welcome to Monday Night Boars special pay per view edition. I'm Low Blow. I'm Clean Jean. And I'm Sid Lectura. And we're never doing this again. What? Yeah. No more pay per views, guys. Okay. Enjoy this one off. Okay. Okay. So let's let's. Uh, this is what we. What did we just watch? We watched. We watched WCW Fall Brawl 1995. It took place in Asheville, North Carolina. Yeah, that. To a part of the packed scene. arena full of rednecks. No offense if you're a redneck listening to this. They were rednecks. Um, why are you guys so upset about this? This pay-per-view was long and fucking sucked. It was like three hours. Yeah. And it was three hours too long. Yes. <laughs> there were a couple good matches. It had like one actually pretty good match. It was the first one. And it ran, ran like ten minutes over. It's like scheduled fucking time designation. It builds suspense. It's built suspense uh, when your match goes super long. It was a good match, though. They went into sudden death. Twice. Twice. Double sudden death. Which, Two deaths. Which means the first person pinned wins, which is the same rule as ordinary match. It was Brian Pillman versus uh, Johnny B-Bag, oh, yeah, a.k.a. Mark Marrow and Light Blackface. <laughs> can you say light blackface? I guess you can. It was. It was like it's a gray, dusting gray face. blackface. Gray face. <laughs> Well, it was a good match, though. Yeah, this was much better than uh, Brian Pillman's match on Nitro. Yes. Um, yeah, good, good match overall. Yeah, no, this is lots good. of high spots, uh, especially for the time. Yeah, yeah, a lot of uh, false finishes. Had a lot of uh, drop kicks into each other. Yeah, no, I mean, it looks like they they really practiced this match. They, they just came off very good. I didn't see anything that was overly uh, flawed. It was uh, early on the camera cut to someone holding a sign that said, Bobby the Brain Heenan for president. And then the camera just lingered on it for a while. Uh, well, they did the, the announcers did mention it. Yeah. And uh, Bobby Heenan made some comment about it being made with crayons. Yeah. And Tony Schiavone said something like, you can't even show this fan respect. He made this sign for you. <laughs> What an asshole. And then Bobby the Brain said something about, oh, these guys are young, but they're still veterans. And they can go for a long time. Yeah. yeah. And he'd have that stuff popping like breakfast cereal. Yeah, it was, yeah. A, it was a long fucking match. Um, right. It was good. The whole match, yeah. the announcers kept mentioning the time limits. 20 minutes, initially? Yes. Michael Buffer was there... Uh, announcing how much time was left yeah. throughout the match, so they made it pretty apparent it was going to be it was going to go to the time limit um, the whole time. Mm-hmm. And once they hit the time limit, they were like, "Ah, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> no more yeah. time. No more yeah. time limit." Yeah. So this yeah, match was that. for the uh, number one contendership for the U.S. Championship. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason they continued to go after the time limit because they needed a winner. Right. Why have a fucking time limit? And at this point, the <laughs> U.S. champion was Sting. Yeah. So, well, uh, one of the one of the problems Low Blow had with this match was uh, Brian Pillman um, 
kicked out of well, sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, they did a lot of really big high spots and finishers and you know, shit. Uh, Pillman hit a tombstone pile driver, yeah. and Mark Marrow kicked out of it after kicking yeah. us and the fucking finisher. Yeah, there were a lot of good places to end this match that, that would have been pretty uh, climactic, and they, they didn't go with those. It also seemed like uh, Brian Pillman was turning heel in this match. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah, because they, they they initiated it by uh, handshake, didn't they? Or am I thinking of a different match? Yeah. So they had a handshake, and then later on in the match, after Pillman had done some quote unquote illegal moves, also known as using his fists, which wrestlers do in every match. Yeah. Um, uh, it's the way they do it. Have to. Mark Merrill refused to shake his hand later on in the match because of these illegal moves. Yeah. Oh, you mean uh, Johnny B. Bad? Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Johnny B. Bad. Get it Johnny right. B. Bad also got a little busted open. Yeah. yeah. Pretty early on, too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, Johnny B. Bad ended up winning. They both went for cross body uh, at the same time. And uh, uh, it seemed like they really kind of wanted both of these guys to get over. They didn't want a clear cut winner. So. Mm hmm. So, uh, yeah. In the end, Johnny B. Bad pinned Brian Pillman. And that was that? That was pretty much that. Yeah. This was the best match on the show. Yeah. By far. It was the curtain jerker, and it was the best. Not to say that there weren't some other pretty decent ones, but yeah, it, was, it was the best. Some. There was a couple. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we'll get ahead. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Because. Whatever you say, Mr. Electro. So next we go to a backstage interview with Flair, where he kind of rambles about oh. his past history with Anderson and how they... I love you, and I'm going to have to beat you up because I'm upset that you're not doing what I'm telling you to do, and we were the four horsemen, and we were the... Rick, Rick. There's four of us. I hate to interrupt. Oh, What? But uh, we need to get the fuck on with the show. Oh. I'm gonna keep talking. Uh, four of us. Uh, we were together. No, we're not. No, we're gonna go two separate ways. One of us is gonna have to tell the other woo! kid that we're woo, not gonna come home anymore. That was basically it. Yeah. Uh, Flair rambling, mean gene. But it was the. Yeah. And it was, I guess, supposed to be the end of the Four Horsemen, which ended yeah. before that. Whatever. Who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, essentially. Uh, whatever. So, next up, we have Cobra versus G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe! Oh! <laughs> this match was awesome. I mean, Why are you laughing? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I meant Sergeant Curry Pitbull Pitman. Yeah, I don't I don't know who either of, the, either of these guys are. They just kind of came out of nowhere. They've not been on... Either of the nitros. No. Who is that fool on the TV? They didn't set up this match at all. Didn't matter. This should have been the curtain jerker. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, the idea is you want the first match to be good. Oh. Okay. Okay. Cobra's theme was literally just Morse code. That's awkward. Yep. Yeah. I'm not sh even sure who the face was supposed to be. Oh, I imagine the face I, was the, face I, the one who came out and gave I the mean, kid his dog tags, right? Right, so that Origin was Cobra. Yeah, originally, like, you'd think Cobra would be the heel because he's Cobra. 
Then everyone cheered like, Pitbull when he did his right. secret entrance. So what, what, did he, what did he do, <laughs> yeah. Queen G? Oh, I think so there's a surprise that happened. So Pitbull, <laughs> uh, Sergeant Craig Pittman, yep. repelled from the roof and Raptor. did a, a sneak attack on Cobra. How dare he do that? Get him off the screen! He uh, went prone in the <laughs> ring, crawled across the two across, rings. And uh, got behind him and used his machine gun shells yeah. to choke oh, Cobra. And then the oh, match. it was so good! It oh, was right. so uh, good. He originally had sent out a private to distract to distract Cobra to set this attack up. Pretty pretty sure when you so it seems like the pitbull would have been the heel in that situation. I think he, he was. He used someone to. I'm pretty uh, sure he was him, but oh, uh, they kind of played it off like. The crowd didn't seem know who to... these people were. <laughs> well, I mean, the crowd seemed to cheer when he won. Yeah. That, and I thought it was cool he came down from the ceiling. It was basically a squash match. Cobra didn't do anything. Nope. Yeah. That was pretty Cobra quick. had, like, his arm broken or something, and the ref called the match. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> he, like, never actually submitted. So, Pipple put him in an arm bar, and he never tapped out, but the ref just called for the bell, like... Very quickly. Yeah, yeah, like a second or two. I wonder if this wasn't like uh, Montreal and Screwjob. Huh? Oh. Well, this was before that. Happened. Well, yeah. So. But I mean, I'm the idea of this is the original Montreal. <laughs> yeah, screwjob. yeah. They screwed over this random fuck that nobody Cobra cared about. Could have been John Cena. Maybe they were just, maybe they were just short on time. Maybe that first match went too long. Yeah, it did go too long. It definitely went too long. Well, they called it that way. Somebody behind the scenes says we need to end this match quick. Yep. This, this match and they was... just called into the ref and he rang the bell. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it looks like. I mean, that that would be my guess. They even showed a replay of uh, him in the armbar and, and clearly did not tap out. Yeah. So kind of strange. This match was a real WTF with like six question marks. Yeah, I'm gonna go with yeah. They probably cut it from time. Makes sense. Whatever. It wasn't that great so... anyway. No, it wasn't good at all. So, yeah. Easy come, easy go. No. The only good part was the entrance. The entrance was Sneak good. attack. Yeah. yeah. Just, just because uh, it was funny. Just by like, pure insanity. There's no reason to do that. Like, you could have snuck out of anywhere. Think, you didn't need to wait in the rafters to do that. I think Metal Gear Solid might be based on certain Pitman. <laughs> I, would, I would say that's He's very likely. So that's very likely. He is clearly both Big Boss and Solid Snake. So what the fuck was uh, next? So it's kind of like a uh, feet running theme, I guess, structure. They then went to that bizarre oh, promo with Paul Orndorff. I love that. Where he's behind the scenes, he's freaking the fuck out. I don't even know if I'm Mr. Wonderful anymore. What is this? I can't believe this. Can't believe it. Stop all what's going on. Something's gotta happen. This is driving me up a wall. I don't... Who am I? This ain't me! I'm Mr. Wonderful, but no I'm not. I'm not Mr. Wonderful. I'm somebody else. Who am I? Let me trash this, my, uh... Who am I? Who am I? Yeah, he was doing a, a losing streak gimmick. And, uh, so he was freaking out that he wasn't wonderful anymore. And then, uh, psychic friend... Gary Spivey. Gary Spivey? Of the Psychic Companions Network? What are you doing here? You are Mr. Wonderful. Look in the mirror. How did you know that? You are wonderful. Look in the mirror. Do you see who I see? I see. I see Mr. Wonderful. 
in Mr. Wonderful. I am Mr. Wonderful. Mr. Wonderful. I am wonderful. Yeah, you know what? You're right. I'm, I'm wonderful. I'm gonna yes. kiss my. I'm gonna kiss my bicep. Kiss, kiss my bicep. Everything's fine I now. I am Mr. Wonderful. Every, everything's fine now. I'm just gonna kick some ass. Yeah. And I'm not gonna kick ass in this pay per view. No, I'm not gonna even. No, not even on the show. But uh, yeah. this was one of the few highlights of the show, <laughs> and it kind of highlights the whole thing. Like this just seems so much more dated than what yeah. we've seen from Raw so far. Yeah. It seems like it's from a different decade. It right. does seem like it's from the 70s. <laughs> just, yeah. just, I don't know, maybe it's the style of, the, just the, the, it's like the style, the, what the, 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 the wearing, the, just the dressing room itself seemed like from a bygone era where they could get away with weird, weird shit like that. Art. Yeah. And it was like, oh, they got a celebrity. Is that, is that maybe why? Like, we got my, we got, the spiffy fuck from the Psychic Friends. Let's uh, let's see if uh, we can use him for an afternoon of shooting a weird promo. Right, and again, it's just that kind of random thing that doesn't really have a place on the show that they've kind of been doing on Nitro, yeah. where they're just kind of throwing things in there fuck without it, whatever. any rhyme or reason. I mean, yeah, part of I think they haven't really had time to develop anything like naturally on their TV show. Yeah. Uh, so maybe just, we're just missing out on the Saturday night. Maybe stuff. I'm not watching that shit. Yeah, we're not watching that. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you'd rather you just, watch that. If the you just keep track of Nitro, and now this pay per view, it's like they're just throwing shit. A lot of it stuck, yeah, but a lot of it. but none of it was in a good way stuck. Yeah. I mean, the only match we knew from Nitro was the main event on this right. whole show. Yeah, they didn't they didn't set up anything else. Nope. Oh, they set up a little bit of the flair. Well, I mean, we knew they were feuding, but yeah, they didn't they say that. Oh, match. Be a match, yeah. I guess you're right. Eh, whatever. Yeah. So anyway, next up, mm. DDP versus the Renegade for the television title. DDP is the challenger. DDP. And they also set a 20 minute time limit, which I thought was weird because they kept doing it for like half the show and kind of stopped. I heard them do it for all. Yeah, I thought they did the whole show. I don't know. I was, I kind of stopped paying attention. I guess I just stopped paying attention. Yeah, Yeah, no, uh, DDP comes out and uh, treats his woman badly. He's like, oh, he doesn't know how to talk. He's a heel, he's got his wife out there. It's his wife, like muscle yeah. yeah, it's his real wife, or was Kimberly? his real wife? Yeah, Kimberly, Kimberly Page. Huh. Yeah. So uh, the and he clowns around with his. Yeah. He has a pink diamond on his dick, and on his asshole. So Renegade's basically the Ultimate Warrior ripoff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he had Jimmy Hart as his manager. Yep, in his own little yeah. Renegade suit. Yep, Jimmy Hart has a different outfit for each uh, wrestler he manages. It's right. only great. It's only fitting, yeah. He also had one for when he managed the whole Comaniacs at the end. Yeah. yeah. He had a camo outfit. Yeah. So this was kind of a whatever match. <sighs> yeah, it was okay. Nothing I mean, really notable. Uh, there was uh, interference, right? Yeah, it ended with Max Muscle, DDP's guy that came out with him, like, interfered and renegade had DDP out and for some reason went on the turnbuckle and jumped out to get revenge on Max Muscle. Yeah. And yep. then DDP pinned him. Yep. That's pretty much it. So I think he was Max Muscle held Renegade's leg and then which then set up DDP to do the diamond cutter. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. And that was that. 
Yeah. Uh, so DDP is now the television champion. Right, pretty standard filler match. Uh, we talked a little bit about DDP getting into wrestling later in his life. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, he didn't start till his 40s, I believe. And he was trying. I know he was trying to get into WWF before he got into WCW, and never could, except for one instance where I think he drove a car at a yeah. WrestleMania like, mm-hmm. in, down to like the a, ring. Yeah, like a segment. So that was the only. Uh, Interaction. His only stint in WWF until oh, yeah. after WCW yeah, went under. Yeah, his wish after that. Now he's a rich yoga guy. Yeah, and you were saying that uh, from most wrestlers, he's pretty well balanced. Yeah. yeah, he seems like probably the most well-adjusted professional wrestler there's ever been. That <laughs> eh, seems nice. I, I like. I like him. He's an okay he's guy. He's an okay guy. He's a decent enough wrestler. Not great. Not perfect. He's okay. There's actually no skit in between these promo, so that was a little weird, but then we had the Harlem Heat versus Bunkhouse Buck and Dirty Dick Slater for the tag titles, with Harlem Heat being the challengers. (laughs) And Harlem Heat had Sister Sherry as their manager. And and Colonel Tom. I mean, Colonel Colonel Parker Parker. was on the other side. And the storyline here was Colonel Parker and Sister Sherry had some love interest going on. Well, I do declare. Which they talked about the entire match instead of actually talking about the match. That's fine. We talked a little bit about the match. And this was for the tag team championship, by the way. Yeah, tag team titles would get fucked over. It's the first time they've mentioned the tag team championship since people started watching WCW. Exactly. It was interesting uh, because, you know, we know Booker T from his later work. Um, Booker T is one of my favorite wrestlers. And it was very awkward uh, when uh, Clean over here told us about uh, the, the inception of the, the tag team. What was their origin, Clean? So yeah, the original plan for Harlem Heat was they were essentially slaves. Essentially? Or they were slaves? <laughs> that were won in a card game they, they by slaves. Colonel Parker. Uh, and they came out in shackles. Mm-hmm. Is their entrance. Mm-hmm. And they had uh, different names. It was Cole and Kane. And then once they freed themselves from Colonel Parker, they took on their names, their real names, mm-hmm. Booker T and Stevie Ray. Yeah. It's, it's uh, kind of like, they didn't bring that up in the match, though. They well, didn't well, say, like... Of course like, not. It's a disgusting angle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Like, Slavery was a real... <laughs> Slavery was a real institution, guys. Yeah, in 1993. <laughs> 1995. <laughs> yeah, that was, was pretty, yeah. pretty grotesque. Whatever. I find that funny, though. This is a pretty slow match. Yeah. Uh, it was okay. The, the match was fine. Right? Crowd was bored. Yeah, it's just crowd kind of was a bored. typical tag match. Yeah. You always get the heat on the smaller face. Mm-hmm. Right. Then Booker T got the hot tag into Stevie Ray, and he kind of cleaned house. Oh, it, it, it was uh, the distraction towards the end. that the Oh, yeah, so then it got really weird, and I guess we should mention that because this uh, pay-per-view ended with the Warfare match, there are actually war two... Games. Yeah, War Games, sorry. There are actually two rings connected the entire fucking time, and so at the end of the match... Uh, towards the end, though. It was basically the end. Well, yeah, but... What causes the end? It, I guess it does, mm-hmm. It set up the distraction. Towards the end, yeah. uh, the managers got in the second ring and, and started like to about proceed, the fuck, yeah. basically. Yeah, they, they started, they started uh, intercourse. 
Yeah. In front of the audience. And then uh, the nasty boys ran down. And they took off Dick Slater's boot. And they hit him with it in the back of the head. And then... Game over, motherfucker. Harlan Heat got the right. pin. And then they were very upset because they saw Sister Sherry kissing Colonel Parker. She was like, it's just psychology. And then there was an after, after segment about it. Yeah, Mean Gene did an interview with the losers and Colonel Parker. And he brings and up Tom uh, Parker. He's like, oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah, he <laughs> brings up the character, I mean, the, the real-life person his character is ripping off. I think that I find that funny. And he said he was in love with Sister Sherry, and he was gonna get his team a rematch because he's the best promoter in the world. He was gonna get that one. Like he was twenty years old. Again. Yeah, he feels twenty years old again. He's got his big old heart on. Everything's wonderful. That's what he said. I think. I think that's what he said, right? Exactly. He, talk, he, he talked at length about his heart on. It wasn't a great yeah. match. It's okay. Like, terrible. It's a tag team match. Standard. It's okay. Uh, I think like a lot of the matches being just not great kind of like enhanced how long this match felt. So one of the shorter ones, wasn't it? I don't think so. No, all the matches seemed pretty long. There wasn't yeah. that many matches on on this show for being three hours. Yeah. The shortest match was the, the J. Joe one. Yeah. That okay. was a short match. Okay. Actually, uh, there were like five matches, I think. Fucking A. So that's, yeah, I mean, a typical WWE show these days is going to have, what, like, seven to eight, ten, yeah, eight, nine good. matches on the pay-per-view. Yeah. A lot of goddamn wrestling. Yes. Okay. What happened next? Um, <laughs> so next up, we had the Mean Gene interview with Arn Anderson. They kind of recap their feud. How Vader, uh, like, set them up to... To like fight for Flair to abandon Anderson. I don't know. They're they're. I I didn't understand the, the nature of the feud. Clean explained weird. it to it me a little like, bit. Yeah. Uh, essentially, there was some. They were in a tag match, and I think Flair and Anderson were losing, and Flair just left and left Anderson to get beat up and lose yeah. the match. And Anderson was kind of sick of uh, being treated like that. And then they also said like uh, when Hulk Hogan came. Flair was treated like second best. He was fed up with it. So then he talked shit about how Anderson was holding him back. And Anderson flipped out in an interview. And they came back to the Mean Gene interview with Arn Anderson. And he's like, I don't want to fight Flair, but I have to. I have to because, yeah, it's like it's like when you get in the fight with your family, you got to shake them because words don't matter anymore. Yeah. Basically, yeah. he, he needs to earn the respect of Ric Flair because Ric Flair is not right. treating him with respect. By beating him. By beating him beating with him your fists. With your closed uh, fists. So then we go into the match itself. This is the second to last match. The penultimate match. So. Starts off. Just towards the very end. Very slow. Yeah. yeah. Very this is like slow, a 20 plus minute match. match. It's towards the, the, the other end of the spectrum of. I mean, so far... In it, was the, like, it was like the opposite of the first match. Yeah. They were like both like the same length, but the first match had like... It was faster paced. There was a lot of high spots. This is sort of the turning... Going back and forth. This match was like super slow, and like most of it was just them like reversing each other and punching each other. Would you say that this is sort of the match that broke us... That we said that this is like just grinding us down. Like, I was, and toward the sort of the turning point in Definitely the, the last two matches were the low point of the show for yeah. me. Yeah. I was feeling I was feeling a little worn down in the tag match, but yeah, I would agree. Yeah. This match 
screaming on the pavement we were just in. But the one like super interesting thing that came out of this match oh, the time was travel. the Flair 316 sign. Yeah, there's a time what traveler. What the fuck? So this is the second time you've seen a time traveler yeah. right. at WCW events in 1995. Mm-hmm. Very strange. Yeah. Holding a sign that says Flair 316 in the audience. A year before yeah. Austin 316 came yeah. thing. So, Time Traveler did Stone Cold Steel's gimmick from a fan. Flair did it first. <laughs> Flair did it first. Uh, so uh, yeah. How the fuck did that match end? Uh, uh, so, during the match, they showed a bunch of wrestlers at ringside watching it because oh, yeah. they all have so much respect for these two guys. But they don't. And uh, match ends. Flair's working over Arn Anderson. Brian Pillman jumps up onto the ring apron and looks like he's kind of cheering Flair on to continue beating up Arn Anderson and Flair kind of disregards him, tells him to go away, and Flair turns around and Pillman kicks him in the back of the head, which no, sets up... He hits him first, right? He punches him and then swings a kick from behind. Yeah. yeah he uh, turns around, yeah. Set up uh, Anderson to hit the DDT and get the pin. And that's it. So it looks like maybe they're setting up a Flair versus Pillman thing. Yeah, I guess. With this being, like, further cementing Pillman's heel turn, you think? Well, I mean... Or are we not because... I don't know, because Flair, kind of the Flair heel was a heel, but this. the Flair could always go back and forth right. very easily. And if they're ending the Anderson and Flair feud, which maybe they are because Anderson got his win, so maybe Flair will have respect for him. Yeah. Uh, maybe he'll go back face and te- be teaming up with Anderson again. So yeah. I, don't know, I guess we'll see. We'll official, official Monday Night Boars. Uh, prediction. Prediction of something that happened like 15 years ago. <laughs> yep. Flair. I'm going to say Flair turns face and Pillman does a little feud with him. Whatever, no one cares. Look forward to that. God damn it. Um, so also, this was a way to get Anderson to win and not have Flair lose. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, kind of like they've done recently. I guess they've done a lot over time, but like the WWE did recent or last year with. Uh, Brock Lesnar losing at WrestleMania. Whoa, whoa, you're getting way ahead of us. What? Like, you're like decades ahead. (laughs) So far, I'm the last man standing. I have not used either of your real names. So, Um, yeah, so before the last match, main event, we have like three fucking promos for it. (laughs) Starting with. Best part of the show. Best part of the show. Taskmaster's crazy performance art Colton Cruz video. This was so absurd. I don't He's even know bad. how to describe it. Again. 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 Dungeon of Doom brought you these poses, but they expired. We love you not. We actually hate your guts. Yeah, little gold dust, little mankind, little fucking. He went for an evil laugh in this little video, and he had the worst (laughs) evil laugh I've ever heard. (laughs) He's got a very high-pitched voice. He's trying to be, like, apocalyptic. He's trying to be creepy. He's trying to be... It's creepy. The the idea is creepy. But it comes off as goofy. Like a doom cult. Yeah, like, this is the work of a guy that thinks he's way more intelligent than he really is. Like, way more clever than he really is. Are you talking about the character or the booker? <laughs> I think both, right? Because <laughs> he was the booker, right? That's what you oh, were yeah. talking about. Yeah. Presuming Kevin Sullivan, the taskmaster. Presuming that he, he... The reason why they're in the main event with this 
is because he got a bunch of jobbers together and said, we're going to be a, a weird cult. That's got to be the reason. That's the only way this makes sense. Also, a lot of the people that are in the cult, uh, the Dungeon of Doom, jobbers. are friends of Hulk Hogan. Jobbers, too. So, um, <laughs> Zodiac, who's Brutus, the BBK okay, farmer, yeah. he got his job because of Hulk Hogan. Kamala got his job because of Hulk Hogan. Um, so, yeah. He's a shark motherfucker. Yeah, maybe he got his job because of Hulk Hogan too. I'm not sure. Who knows? But it is a dumb, dumb idea. We had a commercial for the match, which looked like it was filmed on the set of Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah, there was there was some backstory, I guess, for they they were attacked. I guess it initiated because uh, uh, Andre the Giant's son, Paul White, (laughs) the Giant, the Giant. Ran over Hulk Hogan's motorcycle in front of fans. No, that happened. That yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that happened. Yeah, that happened. That was the last then. commercial. Yeah. Oh, that did. Oh, so that didn't happen first. No, no that happened the day of the pay per view. So oh, okay. then, what the fuck? Why? Why so, were they feuding? We still don't know. Because the Taskmaster wanted to destroy Hulk Hogan. Yeah, so we enlisted Andre the Giant son and a bunch giant. of and a bunch of jobbers. And in these video jobbers. clips, Hulk Hogan said he could feel Andre. Power. Oh, that's so dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, it cuts the commercial where uh, the giant was in a monster truck and he ran over Hulk Hogan's motorcycle. It's Harley Davidson that the fans gave him. Oh, the fans gave him. The fans. The Hulkamaniacs. Got the together. They banded together and they pitched in and they got him a motorcycle. And then Mean Gene interviewed the Hulkamaniacs one last time. They're all covered in camo face paint. Mm hmm. I didn't hear anything about pasta this time. Pasta mania! No pasta. No pasta plug. They're all together now. There's no fighting. They all trust yeah, each other. I said what I said at the time I needed to say it, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hulk, uh, yeah. Uh, Slim Jim is uh, cool with uh, Luger now. By the <laughs> way, Slim Jims are disgusting. Step into it, Slim Jim! Yeah, uh, for, yeah, in memory of uh, Fallen Friends, we uh, procured ourselves... Some of this meat product, which is uh, Slim Jim. Meat uh, like. I think it says meat like on the label. Yeah. Uh, uh, meat flavored, at the very least. Yeah, flavored like uh, regurgitated yeah. pepperoni. Yeah, it tastes like pepperoni upchuck. <laughs> pepperoni upchuck. It's like mummified penis, horse yeah. penis. So, well, I mean, Sid Electro enjoyed it. I don't know exactly. Yeah. Sid like Electro. Yeah, Sid Electro. <laughs> I gotta stick with the team, Solidarity. Yeah, and uh, officially not... on camera, on microphone, Slim Jim is disgusting. It is disgusting. Off yeah. the record, I like Slim Jim. <laughs> Both of those are going in. <laughs> oh, I am. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we we consumed those while watching this horseshit. Yeah. Well, I didn't finish mine. Well, uh, when this when we're done recording, we're gonna just make me. Yeah, uh, you only win this this match by finishing your slim jump. Yeah, <laughs> that's how you win uh, war, games. war games. Yeah, yeah. So we're in the actual match. Wait a second. Wait a second. Before we even get there, this match is so fucking convoluted. Yeah, what we're the fuck? Oh, we're gonna get there. Okay. They, yeah. they showed the rules first, so I was just... Go ahead, yeah, go so ahead. So we're, we're at the, the last match, the war games between the Hulkamaniacs and the Dungeons of Doom. Uh, Michael Buffer's back, and Dungeons. he tries to explain the fucking rules oh, there we for go. this thing. Okay. What the fuck? 
Okay. Give, give us a rundown, low blow. Oh no, fuck <laughs> you, buddy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Doro, clean gene here, says he knows the backstory to this bullshit. Yep. And it was Daddy Dust that's idea, right? It makes sense of this for Yeah, so Dusty Rose came up with this match Daddy after Dust. watching uh, Mad Max Beyond the Thunderdome, I guess, seeing cages in that movie. Yeah. Came up with this match. In a, in a, uh, a Slim so, Jim-induced <laughs> nightmare, he so came up with this idea. Two teams of four in two rings with a cage surrounding both rings. A very small cage. Yes. Um, and the match starts out one-on-one. And then I believe it's two minute intervals. And after two minutes, uh, one member from one of the teams gets to join. Well, not one forget, the first is a coin toss. Right. I'm going to explain this. Okay, fine. Go ahead. One member from one of the team gets to join the match. So it's a two on one situation. So at some point before the match, I guess there's supposed to be a coin toss, which determines which team gets to add their second participant first. They did not show the coin toss or even tell us who won the coin toss until we saw the next person coming in. Surprise! Um, So generally speaking, it's always the heels that win this because that's what makes sense. You want them to have heat. I just assumed that they were very good at tossing coins. Right. Uh, So then after another two minutes, the faces get another entrance, so it's back to two on two. And then it follows in that same pattern of three on two. Three on three, four on three, and then four on four. The match does not end until it's four on four, and it can only end in submission or surrender. By one of the team yeah, members. Just one person has to submit or surrender, the and the entire lose. team loses. But only one that's four v four. It is a fucking stupid idea. So the whole it's awful. the whole first part of the match is pointless. Yeah. Because the match cannot end until it's four versus four. Highlight of the early match. So you could was... tap out as the first person and it wouldn't matter, right? Right. You could sit there tapping. And, and I believe that actually happened. Yeah. <laughs> the shark tapped out. He did tap out. Well, Sting put the shark in the Scorpion Deathlock and yep. he tapped out, but he continued to be in the match. Yep. The highlight was when Sting was in the second ring and the shark was in the first. Uh, the shark uh, turned to belly flop over to yeah. the second ring, and he ended up stuck in between like, the ropes and like between. Yeah. Either end of his body was stuck on both sets of ropes, yeah. so he's just kind of like hanging uh-huh. there between the rings. Yeah, he he was basically trying to copy the spot that Sting had done earlier in the match when he jumped from one ring <laughs> yeah. to the other. But yeah. he's a big fat ass. So so Sting just started couldn't. kicking him in the stomach as he was stuck between both rings. Yeah. Uh, It'd be fair to say that uh, the full brawl didn't jump the shark. The shark jumped oh, it. Oh! <laughs> drop the mic. Um, so yeah, do you do you know who came in and when? Yeah, so... Oh, you were actually going to talk about this shit? <laughs> like it happened? Like it, it started with uh, Sting and the shark. Uh, after that... It was uh, uh, Nervioso? Zodiac. Nice. Second... And then Macho Man 4th, Kamala 5th, Luger 6th, Ming 7th, and of course Hogan last. Which was surprising. why wouldn't you put in whatever... We forgot to mention the stipulation of this match. Oh, okay, yeah, there's yeah, a random yeah, yeah, yeah. stipulation at the left. So as confusing off, as yeah, these rules right. were. Then Michael Buffer announced, A new stipulation! If any member, or if the Hulkamaniacs win the War Games... Then, after the match, there will be another bonus match 
where Hulk Hogan gets five minutes in the cage with Taskmaster alone. Was that a real match? Like, they didn't ring bells. It wasn't a match. You just got match, five minutes with them, yeah. Yeah. So just, you get to beat the shit out of a guy. The, the idea being Taskmaster is being chicken shit, not right. putting himself in this match so Hogan can't get a hold of him. Uh, so this it, is a way for Hogan to get a hold of him. Uh, it seems now it seems, we don't know why Taskmaster would agree to these terms. Yeah, I don't imagine he would. <laughs> but but he was uh, there. so anyway, they didn't obviously the Hulkamaniacs were or one, and Taskmaster tried to run away, and the security security was called to throw him in, and he kind of looked like Hulk Hogan to me. Yeah, he, he's <laughs> significantly smaller than Hogan, <laughs> looks and exactly he's running away from Hogan, and Hogan is mercilessly kicking his ass. <laughs> throw, like the hero would do. Like the hero would do. That's you know, what a hero would hero do. Hero's supposed to eye throw gouging him. Yeah, eye gouging him. Oh, we forgot to mention when Hulk Hogan first came in during the proper the match proper, mm-hmm. he fucking just sat there oh, throwing yeah. like like blind baby powder, powder yeah. into people's eyes. Yeah, he baby like powder everyone. Like the face that he is. Yeah, he baby, he he baby proceed, powder Like after that, he then like started back raking them. He's kind of an the announcers explained that this was war, so yeah, that made it okay. That's okay. Yeah, the casualties are inevitable in war, guys. Right. You can, so the whole no thing, such thing as war crimes. Right. War crimes. Oh, we forgot to mention we got Tony Schiavone on this show. Oh, yeah, shit. That was like the second best thing of this pay-per-view was Tony Schiavone. So it was Tony Schiavone and Bobby the Brain Heenan. Right. No, he's been with the company for years before this. But he is finally on. That's something we've seen. Mm. Since the debut of Nitro. Yeah, it's basically just in the, the post-match is just Hogan throwing Taskmaster into the cage over and over. And until until uh, the giant came down. Oh, that's right. right. Yeah. And we were. Sorry, like, I forgot all this shit. Like, we, this literally just happened. We just watched this. Immediately forgot almost everything. Yeah. And uh, we we were kind of not sure. We didn't think that Paul White would fit into the. Yeah, cage we, we speculated. So small. Yeah, we speculated. Yeah, when Sting was in there, it looked like his head was almost hitting yeah. the top of that cage. So he did fit in it, but he probably had like. At max, like a foot between his head and the top of the cage. Yeah, less than that. It was, it was really yeah. it was a tight fit. Is maybe it's the like, smallest cage I've ever seen in wrestling. Yeah, it was crazy, and it, it also didn't cover the ring because there's a space at the bottom, like yeah. where the bottom of the cage was, and Ming was like grabbing at Sting's yeah. foot during the match <laughs> yeah. when he was outside the ring. He like barely like cleared the bottom rope. Yeah, it was a dumb match. Yeah, it, it was bad. And, uh, I mean, it's a clusterfuck, but yeah, I mean, oh, it's fine. But, but it had, like, a really awesome ending. Um, so the ending was the giant, uh, snapped Hulk Hogan's neck and killed oh. him. Oh, right. I forgot about that. We Hulk forgot Hogan's about the lifeless <laughs> body. We forgot we witnessed murder. Yeah. <laughs> Hulk Hogan's twitching on the ground. Lifeless. Uh... <laughs> The, the medics were called for to, to yeah, take Michael Hogan's Buffer called body the medics away. Thing. Yeah, and they took Hogan's body away, and he was never seen from again because the giant killed him. Yep. So it looks like they're setting up the giant versus Hulk Hogan. What? Hulk Hogan died. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I'm sure next episode Ooh. it's gonna be a memorial episode for Hogan. Fun fact: Hulk Hogan after this was actually a body double. Yeah, they got a fake uh, Hogan, like they got a fake uh, Diesel later. Yeah, it was actually just Kane. Yeah, it's just Kane. Like it's right now, Hulk Hogan's played by Kane. <laughs> that was uh, our first WCW pay per view. And, and it might be last. it might be our last. Yeah, I'm. 
I, you know what, I, I'm not opposed to sitting through them, they're just really long. Yeah. And really dumb most of the time. Well, that's why this was a pay-per-view special, because we're not sure if we're doing this again. So see, look, look how look how quickly that spread. You <laughs> said, we're not doing them. I said, eh, maybe. And then immediately, Sid Lecter's on my side. Okay. We'll see. That's that's how easy yeah, it was. Let's see. Now we got... Sid just did a heel-face turn like nothing. Yeah, I'm real Brian Pillman. He's a real... He's a wild card. Wild card. So yeah, there was one good match. A couple of okay matches. Everything else sucked. It was way too long. Ends on like a couple what the fuck promos. Stream of question marks. Couple what the yeah, fuck. Yeah, the highlights were the weird promos. Yeah. Just watch those. Don't watch the rest of that. Right. Fuck it. You don't need to know. Just listen to the podcast. Save yourself a lot of pain. Save yourself the pain. Like, comment, and subscribe. Like, subscribe to this not YouTube video. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck we're doing. You want to do Nitro next? No. Oh, come on. We can do it all night. I don't want to. Okay. Let's do it. Tapping out. Let's do it. Uh, come on. Tapping out. Uh, I don't want to do two more. This, no, you Nitro, have to, Raw, and In Your House. You have to have four more people. Oh, my God. Yeah, we, Nitro, Raw, and In Your House. I can't this, take any more tonight. Uh, Nitro, Raw, and In Your House. My brain hurts. Nitro, Raw, and In Your You're House. Bobby, the brain hurts. Nitro, Raw, and In Your House. Nitro, Raw, and In Your House. No. Okay. Okay. Good night, all. <laughs> Y'all take care now. Y'all take care now.